You're listening to the Pipeline Show. That's right. Now, say my name. With Guy Flaming. You're goddamn right. We are back on the Pipeline Show. This is uh, Guy Flaming, and we are going to turn on the 2019 draft spotlight that we've been doing it all year, uh, chatting with players who are in their draft el- eligible season. And uh, so is my next guest, who uh, his season just came to an end uh, not that long ago. Uh, pleased to be joined now by Adam Beckman of the Spokane Chiefs. Uh, Adam, welcome to the Pipeline Show. How are things? Really good, thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Uh, in fact, uh, a pleasure to get a chance to speak with you. I'd planned on uh, chatting with you a couple of weeks ago, but the uh, the playoff schedule is just so tight we couldn't get uh, a time set up, so uh, glad that I can chat with you now, although I know you'd rather be playing right now. Uh, tough to to be sitting on the outside uh, when you get the, to the semifinals in the WHL, and, and now you're watching the finals, or are you watching the finals? Uh, did, you, did you kind of put it out of your mind now? Uh, no, obviously it's, it's still there. Yeah, it still kind of hurts a little bit. You know, I wish we all wish we were there, but, you know, it's it's cool to see you know, the, the finals going on and see how it goes for sure. All right. Do you, can you cheer for the other Western Conference team? Or, uh, I mean, they knocked you out. So do you find yourself rooting for uh, Prince Albert? Uh, I know that you're a, a Saskatchewan guy, so I'm not sure where your loyalties lie. Yeah, you know, I, I don't really lie with anyone. I'm just kind of on the fence here. Just uh, <laughs> kind of like to watch it happen and see what happens, that type of thing. I'm not really rooting for anyone, though. All right. Um, well, outside of uh, losing in the semifinal, uh, how do you feel about uh, your performance uh, on a personal level and for the team uh, during the playoffs? Uh, to get as deep as, you, as your club did, you guys were playing some pretty good hockey and beat some good teams. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we beat a lot of teams that a lot of people didn't expect us to be kind of along the way. Played a lot of really good hockey throughout the playoffs. Uh, personally, I thought, you know, I had a pretty good playoffs obviously I got a lot of help from my teammates and stuff like that and I think overall we just we played really good and I think um it was a lot unexpected for a lot of people outside of our group to kind of see how how far we went 12 points in uh, 15 playoff games for yourself uh, and that's pretty much the same scoring pace as you had in the regular season just a, a hair under a point per game did, did you find the the regular season and the playoffs differed a whole lot I mean we always talk about the how the style of play intensifies and things like that uh, did you find it uh, for yourself uh, as a guy that was actually in the games? Uh, for sure. I, I think, like, obviously the speed probably doesn't change, but just the intensity changes. Everybody's kind of gripping the stick a little bit tighter, trying to make, you know, the, a really good play rather than, you know, just kind of playing a little less nonchalant. So, mm-hmm. obviously the intensity picks up quite a bit. But, again, uh, it's hockey. It's, it's a lot of fun still. Well, this was uh, your first year in the Western Hockey League. You ended the season as the second-highest uh, scoring rookie in the WHL, 62 points uh, in the regular season. 32 of those were goals, so uh, a pretty impressive season. Uh, as a 17-year-old, uh, uh, do, you, do you think that was an advantage for you? And I mean, you look at the, the scoring leaders among rookies, Braden Tracy up there as well, and Christoph Arabica, all 17-year-olds. Um, th- that extra year playing Junior A, did that help? Uh, I actually played midget, but um, I think... Yeah, I think it definitely did help, like going back and kind of, you know, getting higher minutes rather than, you know, maybe bouncing out on a, a lower role as a 16 year old in the league. So right. I definitely think that, you know, the decision to go back did help me a lot, just kind of working on my skills and kind of putting myself in uh, a more valuable position, I guess. Yeah, last year was the Battleford Stars, uh, SMHL, sorry, not, uh, not uh, the SJHL, my bad. Um, now, how big of a jump was it for you to, to come to the WHL? Did, uh, was it a significant, uh, did it take you a little while to get used to the, the, the change? Yeah, um, I played a, I played a game the year before, so I kind of knew, like, obviously it was, a, it was a lot more intense than playing midget and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, I think coming in and, you know, starting off with, like, 
camp and then priest and it kind of eases you into it just because the, the intensity kind of just picks up as the year goes on and like i think at the start of the year the intensity or the the style of play is maybe not as uh good as it as it gets you know towards the end of the year so just kind of easing into it i think is what helped a lot and just that one game uh dipping your toe into the whl waters last year one game was enough to kind of give you a bit of a heads up of what to expect yeah i just kind of it was definitely eye-opening just because you know, playing midgets a lot different than in the Western Hockey League. Guys are bigger, stronger, faster. Sure. And you, you know, just to kind of to watch it's a, a little different than to actually be on the ice and playing it. So, playing it definitely uh, showed you know what it, what it's going to take to get to that next level. Adam Beckman is my guest. He's a forward with the Spokane Chiefs out of the Western Hockey League. Uh, this is the 2019 Draft Spotlight, uh, and. Uh, Adam, what we like to do in this part of the show is uh, allow my audience to get to know somebody that's in your shoes, being that it's your NHL draft season. And not everyone that's hearing this right now will follow the, be followers of the WHL uh, all that closely, people in the States or out East. Uh, so let's get a, a bit of background, if you don't mind. Where are you from? I'm from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And do you remember how old you were when you first started playing? Uh, playing hockey, probably like five or six foot skating and, and shooting pucks and stuff. was probably, you know, three or four. Okay, well, that's that's pretty normal, I would think. Uh, have you always been a yeah. forward? You're listed as a center. So. Uh, yeah, I've been forward all my life, center, left wing, type thing. Uh, yeah, I guess this year, did you play more on the wing in in, uh, in your rookie season? Yeah, I actually played on the wing pretty well the whole year, so kind of an adjustment. But Center is kind of your natural position. Did it take you a little bit uh, to get comfortable playing on the wing? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, obviously, when you play center always growing up, kind of like where you feel most comfortable but as the year went on I think I got more comfortable on the wing so probably that versatility is a good thing though isn't it uh, to be able to play yeah. both positions yeah I think so I think it's important that you know you can you can adapt in different situations and stuff like that uh, take me back to uh, the Bantam draft uh, back in 2016 you were taken in the uh, fifth round by the Spokane Chiefs uh, back then uh, I know when I talk to a lot of players, some of them will uh, have stayed home from school to follow it along, or they'll be at school and maybe just uh, uh, tuning in uh, via their phone or whatever. Um, what was draft day like for you? Uh, I, was, I was at school, actually. It was like, kind of like a half-day type thing, so hmm. I uh, wasn't too focused on what was going on at school. I was kind of just on my phone watching what was going on. and uh, it, took, it took a little while for me to kind of finally get drafted, but once I did, it was, it was pretty. I was pretty happy. Now, as the draft is unfolding, did you have a sense on where you thought you would go, and and did you go before or after where you kind of uh, expected you might? Um, you know what, I wasn't too sure. I was a smaller guy, so I think like whether or not I went, I could have went higher, or I could have went lower. I wasn't exactly sure what was going to what was going to happen, and ultimately, I was kind of happy to get drafted at that time. Okay, uh, and Spokane, being that it was the Chiefs, and uh, obviously you'd be leaving the country. Um, what were your thoughts about that? Excited or? Does it feel like you're going uh, pretty far from home? Yeah, um, obviously, kind of Spokane's a really nice city. I wasn't really sure at the time what it was like, um, but it, kind of as soon as I got there at camp, I kind of realized how beautiful of a city it was, and it it, it felt like home, you know, where even I got there. So I mean, couldn't be more happy with how it worked out. Uh, your first taste of uh, the WHL uh, wall was the, the year previous with the the one game, but uh, coming to camp and and uh, getting that experience and and meeting the the rest of the team and and competing for a roster spot. Um, what were your uh, your feelings going into camp? Did um, did you have a lot of confidence you were going to be on the team? Did you have any kind of assurance that you'd be on the team as a seventeen year old? Uh, I, I think that you know there is assurance, but at the same time you just never know what's going to happen. Uh, you just got to kind of work through it and just kind of hopefully you know, earn yourself a spot just to make sure. 
um, I think, you know, I had a pretty good camp and my preseason was all right. And I kind of assured that I could kind of be a, an impact player. And I think that's what worked out for me. Coach Dan Lambert, uh, one of the uh, more respected guys uh, around the WHL and junior hockey in general. Um, how, what kind of a, a coach is he to play for and how has he helped you become a better player? Uh, he's an awesome coach. I think, you know, everybody in our room likes playing for him. He's really personal boys. He's a, he's a really, he's a student of the game. And he, he knows the game really well. You know, anytime you got a guy that's personal and knows hockey, it, uh, it's a good combination for a good coach or a really good coach, I should say. Um, again, yeah, he, he helped me a lot. I think, you know, I improved immensely through from where I was at the start of the year. And, you know, a lot of that's I owe to the coaching staff for sure. Did your line mates change uh, throughout the season, Adam? Yeah, I actually played kind of like up and down the lineup pretty well the whole year. So it definitely did change. Yeah. Uh, was there a couple of guys that you felt uh, the most chemistry with or something like that? Yeah, uh, I played with uh, Eli Zumak for a while. Uh, I got a lot of chemistry with him. Uh, a guy named Luke Smith, mm-hmm. played with him for a little while. Uh, Riley Woods. All These are all really good players, so anytime you get to play with a good player, it's kind of it's kind of hard not to try and find chemistry or stuff like that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I have to ask you about the draft, and uh, if it was during – I imagine it's maybe a little different now, that you're done playing and the draft is like a month and a half away. Uh, if you're thinking a, a lot about it a lot more than you were during the regular season, or were you the kind of guy that was always following along with uh, you know the rankings and things like that during the course of the year? Uh, I try to stay away from it just because you know at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because you know when it comes to the day that's that's or when it comes to the draft day that's kind of when everything's a shade and a lot of things can happen in between there. So I just try not to focus on it too much. What about now that uh, now that you're not playing uh, anymore this year? I, I, did you did you take time off at the end of the playoff run for you guys, or did you get right back into the gym and kind of uh, have the uh, the NHL combine in mind that you're working up for? Yeah, I took a couple of days off, and it was weird. Good driving home and stuff like that, and then the rest of the weekend. But you know, I'm back in the gym now, getting ready for the combine, like you said there. Just uh, I guess, like you said, I got right back in the gym, so. It's fun though. So. Uh, no rest oh, for no. the wicked. <laughs> yeah. Ranked 34th overall uh, by NHL Central Scouting in North America. Uh, having uh, that number kind of uh, next to your name is that a uh, a motivator? Do you it, is it important for you to be a first rounder, or are you flattered by that number? How do you feel about ranked being ranked 34th? Um, I don't know. I I don't know how I exactly I feel about it. Obviously, you know, it's just a ranking, and you know, nothing happens until the draft actually happens. So I try not to use it as anything obviously i'm um, just kind of i'm happy to have my name there and it kind of motivates me in the gym just to you know continue to work hard you know to try and reach my goal you have some teammates that have uh, gone through the draft process and uh, have been uh, chosen by nhl teams is that you ever have a conversation with those guys to try to get their sense of what the experience is like uh for sure i actually drove home from spokane with ty smith so he kind of was talking about it a little bit and then jared anderson Dolan obviously been through that and stuff played a few nhl games so those guys, uh, you know, if, if you have any questions, they're always there to, to talk about it, so that's pretty cool. Well, for those fans uh, who are listening to this and uh, maybe haven't had a chance to watch you play, and being in the other conference from uh, the Oil Kings, where I'm part of the broadcast team for the Oil Kings, um, I don't get to see you play either. So hey, can you give us a bit of a scouting report on yourself? I, I mean, we can look at the numbers and see you're obviously a goal scorer and an offensive guy, but might not be the entire picture. So how do you describe yourself as a player? Uh you know, I like to kind of describe myself as an exciting player to watch. Um, really offensive. I like to think I'm an offensive, talented player. It's kind of where I excel. I think uh, I can play 200 feet of the ice. You know, I can 
playing the D's on and stuff like that. But I think you know the offensive zone is right. So central scouting list, you had six foot and, uh, and 168 pounds. Are those the numbers accurate and up to date, or has it changed a bit? Uh, I think I'm about six one now, but uh, I think everything else was the same, 170 pounds ish. Okay, so a time in the gym. Uh, I mean, that's obviously something I'm sure is on your to-do list to to put on some muscle math and get some uh, some man strength, which will naturally come for over sure. t- over time. Um, but uh, something that uh, is a goal for you. Yeah, for sure. I think that's one of you know my biggest is biggest weaknesses as a player is kind of just my strength and stuff like that. And that's definitely something I'm focusing on for you know all the upcoming years. Yeah, far from the only guy uh, at your age that uh, that has that uh, issue as well. Uh, what about on the ice? Are there areas in your game that uh, you think need the most uh, focus for yourself? Yeah, I uh, I think my physical play. Obviously, I, I think I did improve. That's kind of one of the things that I had to work on at the start of the year. My coaches helped me through, but I think my physical play was something I, I needed to work on at the beginning of the year, and I, I kind of gradually got better, but I think I can still kind of you know, get better in that area, that's for sure. Uh, lastly, now you're a Saskatchewan guy, so you're, you didn't grow up in the backyard of an NHL team or anything like that, but um, did, did you have a, a favorite NHL club? And I imagine that'll change uh, whatever happens here in about six or seven weeks. But um, as a kid growing up, did you have a, a favorite team? Uh, you know, I I always liked Edmonton just because they were close. Um, you know, it's kind of been tough the last couple of years, but, you know, they got a really good future and stuff like that. And obviously, they're players. Um, I really liked... Sidney Crosby and Pittsburgh always growing up too. I liked watching him, so that type of thing. But at the end of the day, I kind of just like watching hockey and kind of seeing what happens. Excellent. Well, Adam, listen, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, good luck at the NHL Combine, the draft, whatever happens there. And uh, we'll see you uh, next year when you roll through town to take on the Old Kings. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Adam Beckman is ranked 34th overall in North America by NHL Central Scouting. Uh, you can make an argument. That uh, based on his uh, continued success in the playoffs, uh, maybe there's a team that liked him enough uh, to, for him to be a first-round pick. Probably a top 45 guy, but we'll see. Next up in the uh, 2019 draft spotlight, we go south of the border and a guy who played in the USHL this past season. His name is Bobby Brink, uh, another player that I've been uh, trying to get on the show for uh, uh, probably a couple of months now, but just uh, never seemed to be able to uh, get a time that was uh, that worked on his end and uh, for the team. His team is the Sioux City Musketeers. Then at the end of the year, he went over and played in the U18 for Team USA as well. So we talk about all of that with Bobby Brink next here on the Pipeline Show. Smirnoff breaks across, turns it over to Allison. Here he comes, one-on-one. Allison, deep left, shoots, scores! The undressed defender at the right slot. He went backhander, turned to the forehand, and wristed it under Wisho. Hey, I'm Wade Allison from the Tri-City Storm, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. She's the girl of my dreams, she's the girl of my mind, she's the play me for a fool cause she's the hunting kind. 